Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of The Gunner for Life. I'm sure you all watched that performance on the weekend on Sunday. A very full-hearted performance by Arsenal. And that's what's the topic today. That's what we're going to be talking about. It was Chelsea versus Arsenal, nil-nil at the bridge on Sunday. So stay tuned guys, we're going to go into depth. Welcome back guys, I'm sure you've all watched that performance on the weekend, it was a very good performance. The result, maybe not the best for us, but the performance was excellent because I'm sure every single Arsenal fan was in the same situation where I was on that early morning on Sunday, and throughout the whole week actually, as soon as we beat um, Colleen in the Europa League on Thursday, my thoughts straight away turned on to Sunday and I was thinking like I'm not looking forward to that but at the same time I was starting to grow belief. I was starting to believe that Arsenal could turn up on a day and come with a performance that I think will get the result. Um, in all honesty, I didn't. I didn't think, I thought we might have lost or we might, had, uh, might have won in all honesty. I didn't expect a nil-nil draw. But in reality, it was a good point for us. The performance was the the highlight. I think the performance was the the real positive to take out of it because usually when Arsenal do end up going to the bridge, we tend to you know get slapped about like we did on our on Wenger's one thousand game. Um, instead of the players showing up for Wenger and fighting for him, knowing that it's his one thousand game for Arsenal, and on top of that, Jose just called him um, a specialist in failure. The players turned up, end up losing 6-0 and I remember Ox got sent off. Was it Gibbs that got sent off but Ox should have got sent off? And, <clears throat> you know, that has epitomised Arsenal over the years when we've been going to the bridge. Even last year when we went to the bridge and we lost 3-1 um, on the day, we got a consolation goal through Olivier Giroud but in all reality, Chelsea pretty much bossed that game and it was... Um, it looked like you know a very one-sided game. It looked like we couldn't compete against those top, those top teams, and we showed on Sunday that we can compete against those top teams, especially like the likes of Chelsea, who you know just are the champions of England. And to see that we were on top of them for the, I think I'll say seventy-five minute, seventy minute. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, my phone just went off all of a sudden. But as I was saying. Um, you know, we. I'm not saying we controlled the game. Like, I'm not saying we. It was an onslaught on Chelsea's goal. No, it wasn't. Far from it. I'm not saying that Arsenal. You know, were peppering at Courtois all day. No, but if we look at the the chances between the two teams, I thought Arsenal had the better chances, and Arsenal did put the ball in the back of the net. Yes, I know it was offside, but <clears throat> that's one occasion. I think Lacazette had an occasion. Kolasinic got a good shot in. Ramsey hit the post. Lacazette should have dispatched the, the rebound. Welbeck had a chance himself, which a glancing header. Um, so it was a lot of positives to take out of the game. I thought Chelsea should have, you know, been a bit more dominant because considering they were playing at home and considering that they were, they're the champions on top of that, 
I thought they would have been a bit more dominant. Conte tried to change it in the second half when he brought in Bakayoko to give Chelsea more of a depth in the midfield, which I think that left them with Fabregas, Kante and Bakayoko in the midfield. And I also thought Arsenal would be a bit light. But um, now they, they kept at the game, they, the passing was sharp, crisp. Maybe in the final third, the decision-making wasn't the best, but the passing was sharp. The defensive side of the game, we were very good, I thought. Mustafi had shaky moments with Morata, but overall he handled him really well, if I'm being honest. Morata tried to, you know, stretch him on the, the flanks at times, tried to get past him with, you know, dribbling style, but I think overall Mustafi was on his toes and he did really I thought he did really well and for someone that I was hoping that would be leaving a few weeks ago because I thought maybe things are not going to work out for Mustafi and we can bring in Van Dijk that would be you know very good but it wasn't that wasn't meant to be and Mustafi is here again putting in solid performances like he did at the beginning of last season and uh, we can only hope for more of those days to come from Mustafi and he had a good, a long partnership with Koscielny in front of him and Nacho, the ever-reliable Mr. Nacho Monreal. And I thought they all put in a shift in. And with, along with Nacho, he had Kolasinic just in front of him. And that gave Nacho even a bit more of a reassurance, <clears throat> knowing that Kolasinic has the de defensive capabilities of coming back and is also very good offensively. So, you know, I thought the team selection was really good by Wenger. The only thing that I was questioning about the team selection was Iwobi. And at times I felt like Iwobi did go missing. And I know why Wenger went with Iwobi. So Iwobi can, can tuck in and like Arsenal love to do. It's like the fullbacks overlap. And Iwobi has that close feet control dribbling, which allows him to, he can, you know, move the ball in the midfield very easily for him. But I felt at times his decision making, at times where he could have closed off the passing lanes, he was a bit, you know, flat footed. But he's still young, he will be, so he'll give him time. But I just thought to myself, if we started with Sanchez, we would have been a bit more, I don't know, something maybe would have happened in, within that 90 minutes, probably. But we don't know, you know, so give credit to Iwobi. He still, I thought, played really well in general. I thought he was the weakling out of the team. But he, he did hold himself really well. So, Lacazette, unfortunately, didn't have the best of games. Um, he had uh, two opportunities. One opportunity was, you know, 50-50. I thought at times he could have held the ball up with his back to goal. Um, I thought Luis kind of bullying him and Esper Quetta. Chelsea defence were very, you know, was always very solid and very as a unit. So, they, whenever the ball is being played in between Luis, you've got... You've got Cesar Aspera coming across to cover, and that's what Chelsea kept doing all day. You know, kind of took Lacazette a little bit out of the game, which was an him to making his runs. But I still believe Lacazette, you know, maybe quite offered a bit more than Morata did in Morata's sense. I know him, Morata had a frustrating, especially afternoon, second half, regarding with Mustafi. Him and Mustafi were at it, and <clears throat> the referee wasn't giving him no leeway whatsoever. And I thought Morata was very frustrated on the day. And it showed what how, how a good defender Mustafi was on the day. But, you know, like I said, going back, I know I'm just jumping on, 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 on. But like I said, I thought Wenger played the right team selection. One of the right team selection was that I didn't think might not, shouldn't play in all honesty. And I'm sure a lot of people said the same thing. Ramsey, we've been saying this a lot about Aaron Ramsey, you know. For me, yesterday, he was the man of the match. I thought he was 
exceptionally and like really really good i thought he controlled that midfield he he held on to the ball when he needed to got us out of trouble when he needed to the part his passing was really good on the day there was no oh, i'm gonna take an extra touch or two touches three touches and do a skill it was everything was very kept it was very simple the only time he felt he needed to do that was when he hit the post and he kind of held the ball on for a little bit too long but we can allow that because that's third up the pitch but you know overall he played really well i thought he re-run his ass off I, he was busting his gut all day. I could see that he was closing gaps down. Him and Xhaka, I am not the biggest fan of those two when, they, when they're playing together. Especially when I see them on the team selection, I'm like, oh, we're going to see a lot of gaps in that midfield. You know, players just wandering off, not knowing their responsibilities. But that wasn't the case on Saturday. It looked like Xhaka and Ramsey both knew what their job was. And they held themselves really well. And I'm really proud of especially Ramsey because I've been really hard on him for a very long time and i'm one of those people that say that our oh, aaron is not you know it's not arsenal material he's not good enough to play for the football club in honesty i'm going to put my hands up and say that I, I did say that for a long time um he did prove me wrong that season where he got quite a lot of goals and we all know aaron ramsey can score goals we all know aaron ramsey has you know moments of genius we know that but the question is can Aaron Ramsey be consistent over you know a season over over 10 12 13 15 games where we can get the best out of him not just offensively but I'm talking about defensively because if you're a center midfield you need to be able to do your attacking side and your defensive side you cannot neglect one of the, the other <clears throat> because people will start to people will start to notice it and we did a lot of people noticed it, that Ramsey was a big liability in the midfield especially in big games and we were always getting caught at in big games and i'm not just saying it's his fault but it's also maybe down to the manager's fault and maybe the manager the, the instructions the manager's giving him regarding always bombing forward maybe the manager's always telling him get as full as much as you can but at the same time i'm sure the manager's not telling him to leave space in our midfield so we can you know be exposed but like I said, you know, he really did have a good game, an excellent game all around Aaron Ramsey. He was our man of the match, a very well-deserved man of the match. And I don't, every day, you don't hear me saying this every single day, praising Aaron Ramsey to, to this much. Because there's not much always to praise about him, you know, apart from the moments here and there, you'll be like, oh yeah. And I'm one that always willing to praise a player or, you know, what the manager does. Because they deserve that praise at that precise moment, but if... If you go on to do that really well in that one game and then go on to the next three, four games and, and not do well, I'm going to say something, you know, I'm going to be like, that's not good enough. That's, that's not Arsenal standards. You need to, you know, pick yourself up and come to the level of Arsenal and perform to that level, which he did on Saturday and which I hope he does for, you know, throughout the whole season. As, long, as far as I'm concerned, if Ramsey performs like he did on Saturday, I mean Sunday, he should be in that team every single week in and out. That's what I'm saying, you know, if Ramsey's performing like he did on Sunday, he should be on that team sheet, one of the first on that team sheet every single weekend now. But then if Ramsey performs like he did on Sunday and then next week he performs like he did against Liverpool, then, you know, we're stuck in limbo here. What do we do, you know? We can see that a player, you know, perform when he wants to at his top level and then sometimes he doesn't show up. Now, we know that every everyone has his bad days and you know, good days, and it's understandable, but for a player like Ramsey, he needs more good days than bad days, in all honesty, and 
He's coming to a point where he's peaking at his career. I think he's 26, turning 27, and he really needs to get going. I do believe that there is somewhere in space for him in this team, but as long as he's consistent week in and out, and just like the, the team, like Wenger team selection, that same team needs to be put out every single week. Like the way Chelsea did last year, they put out every other week, and that team was that won him the title. And also need to do that. Also put I need to put a core team, you know, a platform, especially the, that defense. That defense needs to stick together for the next. I'm hoping next 34 games. You understand? If that defense can stick together, and that that's, that's a good platform to to start off with and to go forward with. And then from then, you know, you can make changes throughout the season with your offensive players and your midfielders and all that kind of stuff. If we can get, you know, a full season out of our back three all together, plus our wing backs, I think there's a lot to hope for. We're not the worst at times, you know, when, on our day when we want to play football, when we want to show up, we actually are a very, very good team. It's just, there's always question marks over Arsenal and there were a prime example is Liverpool. You don't know what Arsenal's going to show up on that day. You're thinking to yourself, like even on Sunday before the game kicked off, I'm there thinking to myself, hold on. I know for a fact Oz are going to come and perform because the pressure's on them right now and the way the situation with everything is right now, all eyes are on them. And I know when Arsenal, usually times when eyes are on them, they tend to perform. So, and they tend to perform. So we need more of that. You know, we need more of, ah, uh, we need to turn up every single week and perform. Not we want to turn up one week and we'll turn up, not turn up the other week and just perform when, you know, we feel the necessary to perform. We can only take confidence from this game and move on to our next game, knowing that we drew against the champions at their own home, and if anything, we should have taken full three points back to the Emirates. But that wasn't meant to be, that wasn't the case, unfortunately. Arsenal shouldn't feel disheartened, in all honesty, and I'm, I'm sure most us Arsenal fans were very happy. I was watching Arsenal fan TV, and, you know, and they were all saying the likes of Troops, DT, they were saying the same thing. As long as what we saw was a good performance, Maybe not the best result, but it was a very good performance. And I'm sure that's what Arsenal fans just demand. That's what we want. That's what the manager, first of all, should demand. But it's, that's what the players should be demanding of themselves. I think Titi said it himself. The last time Arsenal put in a, a performance like that, like, you know, a solid performance, was against Man City, where we won 2-0. Cazola, penalty, Giroud from set-piece. And yes, I know we beat United 3-0 back in 2015. And we whitewashed them 3-0, but that wasn't the same United, let's be realistic. Um, that was quite a weak-sided United. Yeah, they've spent a lot of money regarding Di Maria, Farca and all that kind of stuff, but still, I didn't see them much of a threat in all honesty. But the the one against Man City, we, you know, everyone thought Arsenal going to go there, lose, get, you know, ripped apart. But we didn't. We performed really well. And Henri said during the post-match uh, analysis... I mean, after the, the match analysis, he goes on to say that it took us two, almost two and a half years to see a performance like that. And that is quite true, in all honesty. We don't want to wait another two and a half years to watch Arsenal perform like they did against Chelsea at the bridge. We want to see that throughout the whole season. I promise you, if Arsenal can perform like that throughout the whole season, the title just might be up for grabs. Arsenal can say to themselves, oh, you know what, we, we're worthy of challenging for the title if we can perform like that every single week. Yes, it's un look, football is football, you can lose games, sometimes you can, you, know, you can lose games in heartbreaking ways. I promise you, and I promise anyone, as long as fans get see a good performance from their team, a full 100% effort, 
and we end up losing out of bad luck or just out of, you know, the better team, I'm telling you, most fans will put their hands up and be like, you know what, hands up, right team selection, you know, excellent team effort, everything was perfect, but it just wasn't meant to be. It is what it is, and and that's understandable, that can happen, That this is football, guys, we also need to understand that these things can happen. But what we refuse to understand is when players turn up, players that are on 100k, 150k a week, turn up to a big game and not show up at all, not care as if it's not, there's a concern them whatsoever. That's a no-no, that's not part of Arsenal ethos, nor is a part of Arsenal Football Club. And we can only, like I said, take confidence from this performance and also take confidence from this result. I know, like we agreed, it's not the best of the result, but it still came as a package. The performance and the result came as a package. Also, I've collected a point with six points adrift from the top. You know, it's a long season ahead. Everyone's looking at the two Manchester clubs and all good. Keep looking that way. Let them eyes be focused on them. We were all eyes was focused, especially on the two Manchester clubs last year. And Chelsea out of nowhere came and won the title. So let's hope another London club. No, let's hope that this time the red side of London can win it. And you know we'll see. Only time will tell at the end of the season regarding where Arsenal will be. Just a final note before we do leave. Um, a very good performance. Arsenal, unlike themselves, turned up to Stamford Bridge. No, fully aware that they haven't won there since 2011 when that Judas Van Persie scored the hat-trick. We won 5-3 on that day. So also we're fully aware that they haven't won, especially the players like Koscielny, a few other players that probably were still there, and Ramsey himself in that game, knowing that they haven't won since that day, must have urged them a bit more. And on top of that, knowing that they've had some really you know, sour defeats against Chelsea, and some good positive performances against Chelsea and results in the last three four games. So it's nothing but positives. Maybe a few little bit negatives to, to take out, but majority of it is positives. And that is good going forward. Thankfully, it wasn't a disappointing weekend for us. You know, we weren't at the end of a 4-0 or 3-0 or even 5-0, unfortunately. So all good. You know, we got our good performance against Bournemouth a week ago, we got an excellent performance against Chelsea yesterday. It's time to rise, it's time to go on the up, it's time, it's time for Arsenal to do their thing slowly while everyone focuses, like I said, on the Manchester clubs and it's time for Arsenal to take full advantage of the fixtures that are coming up within the next few weeks. Till then guys, until our next episode for Green Out of Life, that's it for all today. I hope you guys enjoy your week. I'll be back at the end of the week to talk about what's our next upcoming fixture. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. Please subscribe and like and share. If you can spread the word, that would be very kind of you. But that's a wrap for today. I appreciate your love. Peace out, guys.